Welcome to Front and Center, weekly program where we talk about San Antonio College and what we are doing to help the community and helping you. We're joined here this morning, Dr. Nadine Gonzalez de Jesus. Good morning. Good morning. How are you, Hot Mustard? Oh, doing good, doing great. Summer is upon us, uh, coming up on the four-day work week. It is. Isn't that exciting? Any plans for this summer? Nothing yet. Nothing, Nothing yet. yet. Okay, yet is actually a good word, right? It is a good word. That means that you have something to look forward to. That means that you're going to be planning, I'm hoping. Yes, yes. My <laughs> trip out of state. Who knows? It's the summer I'm up for anything. Okay, okay. Well, you know, I, I as you know, I'm new to the city of San Antonio and new to the state of Texas. So I think I'm going to take only a few days uh, as a staycation and and try to get to know the state, try to get to know the city of San Antonio as well, and and just just to find out more about the place where I live. I, I think that is so important to really get to know your new city and state. And, and that's what I'm going to uh, hopefully uh, try to do uh, during uh, some of the days off that I'm going to take this summer. It's not going to be a lot of days, of course, because as you know, as the president of the college, you're busy, busy, busy. But the good news is that I have a great team that when I'm not in the office, I know they will continue to keep the boat afloat. Yes. <laughs> and with us, we have Tammy McAuliffe. Hello, Tammy. Good morning. Good morning. Tammy McCallum, the Director of Student Success, uh, Victory Center, Disability Support Services, and Veterans Affairs. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing today? Fantastic. We talked about summer, but Tammy has not told us yet what are her plans for the summer. Oh, Dr. Nadine, I have a busy summer. I have a conference in Reno, the Western Association of Veteran Education Specialists. So we'll be going out there to learn all the new uh, upcoming things that are going on with the VA and additional services and changes that are coming so that we can make better supports for our veteran and military affiliated students. I also have a vacation planned. I'll be going to an all-inclusive resort in Grand Antigua. So one of my hobbies is all things nautical, beach, and water, since I'm a retired Navy veteran, right? So I love everything that has to do with the water, and I'm going to spend a week on an island enjoying the beach. Oh, my goodness. That's right. You served in the military, and specifically, you were a chief in the Navy, right? Yes, ma'am. Yes. Could you tell us a bit more about that, about that side of you? Well, so when I was young, 18 years old, I wanted to go to college, but I wanted to pay for it myself. I did not want my parents to have to, to do that, right? Because neither of them had a college degree. So I just didn't feel that it was fair to ask them to pay my way through college. So I wanted to do that on my own. And I thought the best way to do that would be with the GI Bill. So I contacted a Navy recruiter and it took about two weeks before I found myself in Navy boot camp in Orlando, Florida. And 21 years later, many duty stations, a couple of different ships, I retired. But uh, my favorite time serving was when I was a ship and out to sea on the 
deployment, I had the opportunity to do an Atlantic cruise, right? So we crossed the Atlantic, did some things. Y'all may remember the Kosovo crisis and, and all of those things. Well, my ship got placed in the Adriatic Sea and we sent our helos abo- uh, ashore and they uh, built Camp Hope and took care of a lot of the refugees that were coming out of uh, Bosnia. And then uh, we had some stuff going on down in Kosovo as well that we took care of. I also had an opportunity to do a Westpac and, and my ship was stationed here in Ingleside, Texas. So down on the on the South Coast, right? Southern coast of Texas, not far from Corpus Christi. We were in Ingleside. We also got the opportunity to go through the Panama Canal and do a Westpac deployment while I was on board that ship. And we saw Singapore and Thailand and Korea, Japan, all of those places. Did a lot of uh, mine countermeasure exercises. And I actually can tell my grandkids that I got to camp out on the Indian Ocean because at one point in time, my ship lost power. We went dead in the water. We were without any kind of propulsion or ventilation or anything for about 18 hours. We were sitting ducks. So we we camped out on the flight deck overnight. It was the only place you could get any air. Oh my gosh. I could not even imagine going through that. First of all, thank you for your service. Thank you. Yes, so you're much. welcome. This past week, we observed Memorial Day. And I wanted to ask you, what did you do on Memorial Day and what comes to mind and what would you like to share for our listeners who also observed Memorial Day? Well, you know, a lot of people will thank a veteran for our service on Memorial Day, but really Memorial Day is not the day to thank us, right? That is Veterans Day in November. Memorial Day is the day that we want to remember those that we don't have the opportunity to thank in person any longer. And so I think, you know, for me, having raised my hand and solemnly swore to support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic, right? It means a lot. Every single one of us that that raised our hand, that took that oath, were willing to not come home. And, and whether we served in a role that was dangerous or whether we served in a support role, we all stood that same chance depending upon what our circumstances were and where we got deployed to and, and what the circumstances were at the time of that deployment. Every one of us was willing to make that sacrifice and not come home. And so for me on Memorial Day, well, I was at work, but I was also able to reflect on the fact that, you know, I have had folks that I know that didn't come home and just, you know, spent some time reflecting on those memories and those folks and in my heart, thanking them for the sacrifice that they made and thanking their families for being willing to support them in that decision to make that sacrifice. Tammy, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts and uh, for explaining really the difference between Veterans Day and Memorial Day and the significance and the importance of both. Because they gave their lives, we are able to live in a society in the United States that is free because they paid the ultimate sacrifice with their lives so that we could live freely in our nation They protected us and they protected our freedoms. Tell us a bit more about your role at San Antonio College. Well, you know, I think I have one of the best roles here at San Antonio College because not only do I get to continue to serve all of our military affiliated students, I have a wonderful team 
of staff that work for me. So I just kind of like sit here in my corner office in the Victory Center and just enjoy the view of my team working so hard to take good care of our students. And, and then sometimes I actually, like today, I got to actually have a student in my office that I got to take care of as well. So I get to play every once in a while too. So we take care of all of the military affiliated students uh, that go to San Antonio College. And that includes our veterans, our active duty service members, guard and reserve members, and all of their family members. So in a long semester, we serve about 2,000 students. Out of the Victory Center, we provide academic advising, tutoring, several different community service partners with wraparound services for our students. So we have the Birdwell Foundation on PTSD. They work here in our building. They're available to our students who have PTSD or family members of those that do. So there's some additional supports there. They provide a support group once a week for our students and also for the San Antonio area first responders. So we're providing that additional community outreach and service as well as taking care of our students internally. We also have a couple of BA partners. So Sylvia Rodriguez is our vet success counselor, uh, vet success on campus counselor is the actual name. And she provides referrals to various VA offices that are here in San Antonio for medical, for doctor's appointments, for housing referrals, and various different things, so kind of a case management type. And we also have a Veterans Integration to Academic Leadership representative, Ms. Tony Bravo, takes care of similar. She's a case manager, or she's a social worker, and provides case management for our veteran students. We have a partnership with the Pink Berets, which is a 501c3, which is a charitable organization, not for profit. And they work with women who have suffered from military sexual trauma. And we have Mr. Al Lopez, our disabled American veterans representative. He's here full time. He processes disability claims for our veterans uh, that come to see him. So that's students and community. So we're providing those services for our kiddos and for anybody who's out in the community that needs help. And that's just our VA side, right? We also process all of their benefits. So we have a lot of things going on on the VA side. And then we also have here at the Victory Center, the Disability Support Services Department. In that department, we take care of our students that have special needs and need to have accommodations provided to them in accordance with the ADA, right, the Americans with Disability Act. And so we can provide those students academic accommodations to help them be successful in their journey here at SAC and, and in achieving their academic goals. And so some of those students are military affiliated and some of those students are not, right? But all of our students at SAC that need accommodations to help them be successful in class come here to our Disability Support Services Department and they get the help that they need. Also in the Victory Center, we have one other department and that is our TRIO grant. And that TRIO Vet Success Grant serves about 120 students each semester. Those students are first-generation college students who have a VA medical disability rating and who have served in the military. And so they provide additional tutoring. They provide some um, additional workshops and other supports and things like that. So that's also a really good deal. Now, Ms. Erica Alvarez is the director of the TRIO Veteran Student Success Grant. They're also located here in our building. They can come and see us and we can get them pointed in the right direction. And like how you have everything in one building. It seemed like there was a time on campus where you was like, oh, well, you got to go over here. You have to go over here. You have to go over here. With our veterans now, it's all one building. You don't need to go anywhere else. 
Exactly. And and what I didn't mention, and thank you for bringing that up, because we have also incorporated a number of services that we provide that would otherwise be provided in other locations on campus. So we take care of the residency for all of our military affiliated students. We take care of their TSI exemptions and waivers if they need that. We process their change of majors. We do uh, their change of primary institutions when they want to switch from one Alamo College to another. So there are a number of the records office functions that we provide here and a number of assessment functions. So a lot of different things. Pretty much hot mustard. If a student comes into the Victory Center looking for help, we get it done right here on the spot while they're here. We try not to send them outside of our building to get the things done that they need to have done. Wonderful. So it, it appears to me that from what you've said, it is a one-stop shop. Yes, ma'am. There is no reason for our vets to have to come through our doors and go from office to office since you basically you provide almost everything except their courses right from the center. Thank you. Thank you so much for all of the great work that you and your team continue to do day to day for our veterans. With that said, um, I wanted to talk a little bit more about PTSD. I know you mentioned uh, there are some groups of support for our veterans, and but I'm wondering what is already out there, uh, perhaps in our community, within the city of San Antonio, the county of Bear, or even within our college. Is there anything to support the family of the veterans? So yes, there are a number of different organizations in San Antonio that do provide outreach services and mental health counseling services. There is uh, an organization called Endeavors. They provide mental health counseling and support for family members and for veterans, right? Our own Birdwell Foundation on PTSD can also provide support to family members in addition to veterans. Now, maybe it's a circumstance where you don't want to have the family member of this veteran in the same support group as the veteran themselves. And so they have different counselors that work with their organizations so that we can get people, you know, put into different groups for different types of support. Even our own Student Advocacy Center provides mental health counseling here for our students who are actively enrolled. That is another opportunity for our students to receive counseling in the moment if they need it. And if we don't have the folks from Broodwell here on hand at the time. Now, in San Antonio, Military City, USA, the VA is very strong. So we have the Audie Murphy Health Center. There are vet centers. That is actually the name of those organizations. And they provide mental health counseling and PTSD support. So we just have a great number of organizations here in San Antonio that can help our veterans. That's wonderful. Now, I want us to talk a little bit more about the awards that you've received, that our center has received, and the reasoning as to why we received those awards. Could you talk about that, Tammy? So the Veterans Education Excellence Recognition Award has been around now for two years. It was legislated by the Texas legislature. So it is a state law that all public education institutions that are receiving funding from the state of Texas and serve veterans are eligible. There are three levels of award. It's a gold, a silver, or a bronze, of course, gold being the highest level. San Antonio College has applied for the award every year that we've been eligible to apply, and
and we have received the gold award for the two years that we were eligible to receive it. All of our other Alamo colleges have also received that award at some levels, but we received that award based on the exemplary services that we are providing to our students. There is a long application. It's about 60 pages long, and we have to document all of the things that we're doing. We provide stellar services to our students. We have a dedicated staff. Most of our staff in the Veteran Affairs Department are in some way military affiliated. Not all, but most. And they're either veterans themselves, they're in the reserves at the present time, they're family members or former family members of veterans or people who serve, or they just have a love of the people who serve our country. And so it is their heart and soul and dedication to what they do for our students that has resulted in our eligibility to receive that gold level award. They work hard. They take care of our students. They care so much about them. So it's it's just really wonderful each year when I get to spend several hours putting together that application for the award because I get to reflect on all the great things that we did this year that helped us take good care of our students. That's wonderful. I remember on the 25th of May, and it was exciting to see how many of our students are veterans because of the red, white, and blue cords that they have around their necks. They wear it with pride because it signifies not just that they are a student from SAC, but they completed their education while also knowing that they served our nation and they served our nation well. With that said, let me ask you about the number of students that you serve, Tammy. We serve about 2,000 students every long semester. Now, our numbers have dropped a little bit, right? We dropped during the pandemic, just like everybody else. And we have worked very diligently to uh, recruit our students back and to reach out. And I think it was even so much harder for our military students, our non-traditional students during the pandemic and when everything was on Zoom and online, because we're teams. We flourish when we have that family group, that team, you know, so kind of being that army of one doesn't work well for us. We, we do so much better when we have other people around us as it, that's my opinion, right? But I think a lot of a lot of people who are veterans feel the same. And so because our enrollment kind of decreased a little bit during the pandemic, our numbers also decreased as far as completions and things like that. And so we really haven't gotten that opportunity yet. We've been back now for two years, but we've really been back really for just this last year, really having our enrollment numbers back to where they were before and where they where they need to be. So that is awesome, right? So our students are back and they're ready to earn those certificates and those degrees, and they are ready to take advantage of all the services that we're providing here at the Victory Center to help them be successful and get that completion rate up. That's fantastic, fantastic. The most important thing is that they know now that there is a center. The center has been here and will continue to be in San Antonio College to support our veterans, to support their loved ones, and to ensure that they 
in addition to having access to higher education, we want them to succeed. We want them to be able to persist in, in all the resources that you've already talked about. That is just a, a small part of what you are already uh, doing for all of them, right? So again, it is a one-stop shop. It is an opportunity for you as a veteran to come in and utilize your benefits use your benefits. Part of your benefits includes an education, a higher education. And as you heard uh, in last week's show, we talked about our transfer agreement guides, right? We have tags, our transfer guides. Those guides, they are meant to, to serve you, to help you choose the courses that you need to take in order for you to then be able to transfer them and not lose not lose one course, one credit. You don't lose anything at the point of transferring to a four-year uh, college. That is what's important here. So two years at SAC, and then after that, those two years, the courses you took, your 60-plus uh, credits, they transfer to a four-year college. So instead of having a, a bachelor's that is going to cost you an arm and a leg, you're really getting a bachelor's at a fraction of the cost, right? And that's the beauty of utilizing your benefits with San Antonio College and utilizing them well in a wise way. So could you talk about the benefits, the GI Bill and so on and so forth that our veterans can already begin to use if they so choose to? There are a number of different benefits and they all work a little bit differently. Uh, the most common one is going to be the post 9-11 GI Bill, which is Chapter 33. Uh, post 9-11 GI Bill pays the tuition and fees, pays the students a book stipend, and it also pays them a monthly housing stipend. Now, if a service member extended on active duty and transferred some benefits to their family members while they were still serving on active duty, then their children and spouses can also use that post 9-11 GI Bill. And they also have the opportunity to kind of rearrange those months among their children and spouse, right? So Johnny could get six months worth of benefits and Susie could get six months worth of benefits and mom could get maybe 24 months of benefits if she never got to go to school and, and do her thing, right? Because she was taking care. Now, don't forget, right? The family members are just as important as the service members because they have sacrificed greatly in support of those service members while they were serving. So, you know, that is a wonderful opportunity with that post 9-11 GI Bill that service members were able to transfer that to their family members and provide for their education in that way. Uh, we also uh, serve students that use the Montgomery GI Bill. So that was the GI Bill that I came into way back in the olden days. Right. That one uh, is no longer around, except for those old fogies like me that still have some access to it. And that particular benefit provided 36 months worth of a stipend. And so that is a stipend that's paid directly to the student and they can utilize that money however they see fit. They can pay their bill with it for the college. They can pay their rent with it. They can buy groceries with it. It's their money. It doesn't get paid directly to the school. We also still see some students with the Montgomery GI Bill Selected Reserve, right? That's called Chapter 1606. And that one pays a small, much smaller, like maybe three or $400 a month to those folks that are in the reserves. 
So each of those benefits has a service obligation that's attached to it. The post 9-11 GI Bill, the Montgomery GI Bill, and the Reserve Montgomery GI Bill. The service members have to serve a certain amount of time, and they have to separate with an honorable discharge. Okay, and then they're eligible and they can utilize those benefits. We also have um, another benefit called the Veterans Readiness and Employment, which some folks may know as Vote Rehab, but they changed the name. So it's no longer Vote Rehab, it's Veterans Readiness and Employment. It's still VRE, and it's Chapter 31. And that benefit also pays the college for the tuition and fees and pays a stipend to the students each month. It also pays for all of their books and supplies. So they can even through the VRE program, those VRE counselors may approve them to get computers, printers, all of the supplies that they would need to go to school, not just books and or not just books and pens and pencils, right? So that is chapter 31. And those students that are using that benefit have to have a disability rating from the VA. And those students, those um, benefits are granted by a VA case manager that approves each program. VRNE never works exactly the same way twice. So there's always a little bit of a different nuance for every student that, that uses that one. And we also have the Chapter 35 benefit, which is the Dependence Education Assistance Program. And that is a 36-month program for dependents, children and spouses of veterans who have a 100% disability rating from the VA or who have been determined to be unemployable based on their disability. So that benefit provides 36 months worth of a stipend to the, the dependents, the spouse and children, and they do what they need to do with that money, just like that Montgomery J bill. It doesn't pay the tuition fees directly. Those are our different VA benefits. Now the state of Texas has a tuition exemption called the Hazelwood Act. And the Hazelwood Act uh, is for veterans who have entered the military or had their home of record listed as anywhere in the state of Texas when they join. They have to serve at least 160 days that is not considered initial active duty training. So their boot camp and, and schools don't count. They have to do six months outside of boot camp and school and they have to have an honorable separation. So those three qualifying criteria, and then they can be exempted from paying for 150 semester hours at a public university or college in the state of Texas. So the veteran can transfer their 150 hours to a child who is under the age of 26, one child at a time, and that is called the Hazelwood Legacy Program. And then we have two other forms of Hazelwood and those two Hazelwoods for spouse or children are for spouse and children of veterans who are 100% disabled. And if that veteran is 100% disabled, joined the military in Texas and had an honorable separation, those spouse and children can each receive their own 150 hours of Hazelwood exemption and then the veteran retains their hours. So we have a lot of different benefits. There's some assistance for active duty service members, and they have to request that through their chain of command and provide a voucher for only tuition. So a lot of different things going on. That That is a, uh, a lot to uh, take in and unpack. So uh, a, a person coming out of the military and they're ready to go back to school, can they expect help with, with the amount of paperwork I would imagine it takes to take advantage of these benefits? Oh, absolutely. The first thing I recommend that any student, military affiliated student wants to do when they are gonna to come to SAC is take a look at my webpage, right? 
www.alamo.edu slash SAC slash VA. Everything they need is on my webpage. The places to apply for the VA benefits is on my webpage. The place to apply for enrollment and admission is on my webpage. The place to try to get your benefits taken care of, it's on my webpage. There's a student handbook on my webpage. Everything they need. Our hours are posted on my webpage. Pictures and bios of all of my staff so they even get to see who they're dealing with, right? Everything is there. And we are open in the summer, starting today for four days a week, eight to seven. Wow, the summer is getting away from me. And we are taking walk-ins and appointments all day on all four days this week and for the rest of the summer. Oh, Tammy, you are such a great sport. So what is the phone number in case I didn't get that website, which by the way is alamo.edu slash SAC slash VA. They can also call. Yes, they can call 210-486-0111. That's again, 210-486-0111. And someone from the Veterans Center at San Antonio College will be able to help you answer your, your questions and walk the journey of applying to college and submitting your paperwork on time. Once again, I want to thank you so much, Ms. Tammy, for your service to our nation, for your service to our students. It is truly, truly an honor to work with you at San Antonio College. This is Front and Center, recorded at the KSYM Studios on the San Antonio College campus. Front and Center is available on Spotify Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and airs Monday mornings at 8.30 on KSYM 90.1 FM in San Antonio. More information on Front and Center is online at ksym.org.